0: this is scott
1: this is rebecca
0: welcome to hearty party of five and a half
1: it's kind of like a variety show
0: that's right a smile for your ears
1: so keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times and let's see what this roller coaster takes us let me get this straight. You're all lost boys, right? I'm Ace. Hello, Ace. Now you're telling me that there's Indians here, too?
2: Yeah! Hook's got lots of them. Tons of them. All of them. He snags them when they're not looking.
0: Now he shoots them out of cannons. And teams them to rocks and lets the tide roll over their heads. Yes. And the little ones have to crawl the plank. Who are you? I'm
2: too small. That's his name. And you? Black boy. What?
1: What's your name? Don't ask. Why? That's his name. Oh. We're afraid to rescue them without Pin. Even Rufio.
0: Survival of the fittest. Hook it the slow ones, slow legs, slow minds,
1: And we do better without them.
0: Look, things are turned a little upside down for me here.
1: I do know this, I'll do anything to save my children. You want me to eat crow? I'll eat crow. You don't have to eat crow. You just have to crow crow. My name is Thudbutt. Okay, Mr. Thudbutt, we have a deal. If I have to crow crow, I'll crow. If I have to fight, I'll fight. And if I have to fly, I'll... Hey, babe. Hey, Rebecca.
0: Hey, we're going to play a little bit of a word association. I'm going to say this line from a famous movie, and you tell me what movie it's from, okay? Okay. Ready? Yes, I'm ready. Run home, Jack. Run home, Jack. Run home, Jack.
1: Um, Would that be Hook? That would be Hook.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Isn't that what he says? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's one of my favorite lines from the movie, and when he switches around and he has... Um, you know Home Run Jack and that's about the same time that the little sister in the movie starts to get nostalgic and realize she misses her mom and I mean there's so many things about this movie that I love but one of the things I love so much is the littlest lost boy who's mom, who's mom?
1: What's his name? Thomas, Duloc. Thomas Duloc and
0: guess what that is who we are interviewing today on a Hardy Party at Five and a Half you are going to love it, you're going to learn so much and he is doing some cool things too
1: yep And it's to celebrate the 30th anniversary. I know this may make some of us feel a little older, but it's the 30th anniversary of Hook. And in the interview, we talked about how this is just like an iconic movie for people that you just love this movie. Yeah, we just love it.
0: So many people love it.
1: Yeah.
0: So without further ado, here is our interview with Thomas Tulak.
1: So glad to have you today. (laughs) Thank you for having me. It's going to be fun. Okay. Where are you at today? Are you in the L.A. area? Yes, uh, LA area. (laughs) Okay, cool. Okay, we're gonna jump right in with, how did little Thomas get into acting? (laughs) So I kind of have this
2: mindset of, when I see somebody doing something, I feel like I can do it too. Like, there's no reason why I couldn't, you know what I mean? So I just, as a kid, I just would see people acting in TV and movies and things. And I just keep pushing to my parents like, hey, I could do that too there's no difference between that person that's on the screen and me, you know, so there's no reason why I couldn't. So I just kept pushing and kept pushing. And then eventually my mom was like, all right, well, let's prove it. And got me uh, found an open casting call for uh, that a talent agency was having. And I went in and uh, uh, auditioned for this talent agency that was looking for new talent. And uh, there was like 500 kids there that were all, seeking representation and i was one of two that got hired on of that five oh wow
1: and how how old were you at the time i was uh like five or six. Oh wow yeah that's crazy um so what was your first gig after you got hired on so uh hook was the
2: first like actual acting gig that i had yeah the only thing i had prior to hook was um i was i did a, a ad spot for tv guide uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> so I literally just went from this little photo shoot for this little ad for TV Guide and then right into Puck. Wow. That's, oh, that's
0: so cool. Crazy. I cannot believe two out of 500. Yeah, like, that's pretty good. so crazy. I mean, the cutest little boy with curly hair and freckles. I mean, I would have hired <laughs> too.
1: <laughs> so adorable. <laughs> so Ryan Francis was Peter Pan in the movie. And I read an article where he talked about how he got his role. And apparently he walked into the casting room with Steven Spielberg sitting there. And Steven kind of already liked his look, uh, apparently. So he just asked Ryan, are you athletic? And Ryan's like, yeah, I play sports and all that. And then Steven's just like, okay, jump on this table without using your hands. (laughs) So he jumps up on the table and does it. And then he gets back down. And Steven's like, do it again. But this time, like, strike a heroic pose when you're done. So he jumps on the table again and strikes his heroic pose. And then after that, I think they gave him a few lines to read, and then he came back and read for the part, and he had it. So basically, he just jumped on the table. (laughs) And it's fascinating to me how they did that casting, because you could tell Steven already knew that this was the guy, and he was just, like, confirming that. So how did you get your role? Was it a similar story? Was it, like, that easy or seemingly easy? It it was
2: it was fairly similar yeah i I gotta imagine when steven is doing these auditions that he's seeing tons and tons of kids yeah. you know and each one is cute as the next one so you know but uh I, so um i remember i got into the room and he had this like long desk and he was sat at the end of it in like this big tall chair kind of and he had like you know guys like people standing around him. It was very like Monty Burns-esque, you know? And I I waltzed into his room. And of course, I don't, at six years old, I don't know like the gravity of what's happening or who this person is. You know, I just see this big office and he had arcade games in his waiting room. And, (laughs) you know, so I I don't really understand fully what's happening. I just know I'm going to go in and read for this guy. So I barge into his room and i i'm supposed to sit at the far end of this long table but instead i just waltz all the way down the table all the way up to him i pound my fists on the table and i shout at him <laughs> you want to put me in your movie and when i got home there was a message waiting on my machine saying that i got the part so
0: oh, well wow. <laughs> that is hilarious yeah, okay so like what was your first day like on set did, did your mom go with you are you like mm-hmm. this is me and my mom where do i head a- <laughs> here's who
2: I am. And do they know who you were when you walked in? Oh yeah, whatever. they absolutely. Yeah. Uh, my mom took me pretty much most of the time. Uh, my mom and I uh, would go sometimes my dad, but mostly it was my mom. And uh, yeah, they uh, we, we uh, checked in at the gate and there was like a person, like a uh, liaison or whatever there to meet us and kind of show us where to go. And everything was all set up and ready and waiting for us. And we, I had a a little trailer in the row with other trailers for other lost boys and they had another trailer where we would go to you know do schooling because as minors in in the industry you still have to do schooling for a number of hours oh. a day so oh,
1: yeah. you know they
2: had a separate trailer for the, stu- the school and teachers and all that and yeah everything was kind of just set up and and already
1: uh ra- waiting for us huh. so what was your first scene once once you got on set what was your first scene
2: Oh, I think the first scene that I shot. I remember my first day on set, um I didn't actually shoot anything. I was just kind of there to get everything set up. Um yeah. and they they were shooting the scene um the where Peter is uh training in the sword fight and the one lost boy like cuts his suspender and his pants fall down. They were shooting that scene on my first day, but my first actual like scene on camera I want to say was when the Lost Boys meet Peter for the first time, um, and that whole like he's old, he's fat, of that that yeah. whole bit, uh-huh. um, and it's it's funny because in that scene, if you watch me very closely, there's a there's a moment where I kind of lean off to one side while we're giving it. You know, I just kind of lean and go back. What what happened there is I'm actually pulling out a wedgie because. <laughs> <laughs> the, the onesie that they gave me didn't quite fit exactly yeah. right, so, so they they did. and then I rewatched it again recently, and there's a couple other parts where like there's one part where I'm standing up on one leg for no reason, and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm trying to deal with a wedgie right there. That's what's going <laughs> on. <laughs> oh gosh,
1: that's hilarious. Kind of like the Batman suit for actors. You didn't have the right size. Okay, I'm gonna have to rewatch again and look for wedgie moments. Totally looking
0: for the way yeah.
1: to <laughs> um, So this is a giant production, right? Because back then there wasn't any CGI to, like, you can blend things in and all that. So tell yeah. us about, like, the sheer size, how many studios and what it was like just being on this gigantic set. Oh, yeah, for sure. There was
2: seven sound stages that oh, they wow. built all of these sets on. And the largest of the sound stages was the one where they had the pirate ship, which it had um it was like an aquarium type set because it had at least three feet of water under the whole thing so it could look like the pirate ship was you know in the water and it was so big that you'd have the pirate ship on the one side and then on the far side it was painted to look like sky and then it yeah. could look like you know the horizon far away so we're talking about a massive soundstage here and tons and tons of water that they had to fill it all up with wow. and, Three feet of water to stretch around the whole thing. So, and then the uh, the Never Tree and the Lost Boys, uh, you know, uh, base, I guess you call it. Yeah, it was seven different sound stages, and it was all real. Like it was all like I could go in and climb along the tree and run down the track and everything. Like it was all actually really there. It it's funny though because you got the the facade on the front side with you know trees and rocks and everything, but then you go around back and it's just like wood. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah that's so crazy we side note over quarantine for seven weeks we had nothing to oh, do and we're yeah. a very creative family so i pulled all our family together and said we're gonna remake the movie the goonies
2: oh no <laughs> so,
0: yeah we all took parts actually multiple parts yeah. and we did our best yeah, yeah. A great uh, pirate ship in the end too that was basically pulled along from a string Yeah, <laughs> I <it> made <was laughs> a little bit photography. It was yeah. he did a great job. He's, Special thanks. Yeah, he's yeah really
2: that's that. awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you were on set long enough to celebrate your seventh birthday. How did you celebrate your seventh birthday?
2: With uh a I mean it wasn't we didn't make a big deal out of it, but we just kind of had a little a little party. Um I had uh, played video games with Robin. We had some, I think we had some Kool-Aid and gummy bears and, <laughs> you know, not, not nothing super special. A lot of us had birthdays over the production. It was, okay. I, I was on set for seven months. And oh so, not, i yeah. you know, so a lot of, yeah. So we, yeah, we just, nothing super special. Just kind of extra little, you know, treats, gummy bears, Kool-Aid and video yeah. games. This, this was yeah. back when, you know, we had, game boys that if you wanted to play together you had to connect with a three-foot cable and so <laughs> yeah. so yeah robin and i would just sit there and connect our game boys and play game boy
1: together
0: that's crazy yeah. he didn't do much he was just playing it again yeah. i know we do i
1: mean i <laughs> didn't
0: celebrate myself <laughs> no okay we have we have three boys so when they're bored we can only imagine like what kind of mischief. i mean well i know what kind of mischief our kids got into. <laughs> 20 to 30 lost boys on this set. What did y'all do in your spare time? They couldn't have kept you occupied this whole entire time. <laughs> Gang boys that connect are not quite that occupied.
2: Not enough, no. <laughs> well, I um I have heard some stories about some of the older kids and things they got up to, but a lot of that I was too young to partake in. So a lot yeah. of the younger guys, um, like myself or Isaiah, or you know, some of the younger kids, we kind of just did our own thing you know, and didn't get too wild and crazy, um, but the, it was, really, it was the older guys, older kids that uh, were doing some stuff, and I've heard some stories, but I can't really confirm or to <laughs> these are not my stories to tell.
0: Yeah, yeah. not your so. stories to tell. That's funny, we, I, you know, this is back before you, I mean, you had an iPad occupy every kid, so this is, yeah. you probably were, you know, creative enough to figure out what to do, and your parents didn't have to handle <laughs> that
1: that was the time that was a long time well, how fun would that be just be on the set with all this stuff there. yeah oh yeah that...
0: my time in the treehouse and all that oh stuff. yeah
1: you, as much as you can yeah it was like let's go
2: climb and explore and see what's going on i mean we were only able to do that so much because it was still a film set and you know it's not like it was a play place where there are safety things I mean there it was safe enough but not like to just go climbing without you know supervision or anything right there was only so much we could do on the set but didn't mean we didn't stop us from trying to go and look and explore and (laughs) find all the little nooks and crannies that the camera will never (laughs) see and stuff like
0: that what a great game of hide and seek
2: Oh, totally in <laughs>
0: Neverland. In Neverland, gets to do that. <laughs> That's so cool. Okay, let's talk about a few iconic moments that you got to be a part of filming. So the first one we want to hear about is obviously the food fight. Tell us about okay. that whole scene. <laughs> the food
2: fight is the one scene that will forever haunt me and live in infamy.
1: <laughs> really?
2: <laughs> oh, it, it looked like a lot of fun.
1: Yeah,
2: but it um, you gotta you gotta remember that there's twenty thirty. Kids there, and every time we do another take, we have to start fresh. So we filmed that over the course of three days, and after every take, we had to stop and go get cleaned up and come back. And you oh, got to wow. figure there's 20 or 30 kids. There were four showers, oh, and there was not <laughs> enough hot water for everybody. you.
1: I'm assuming it wasn't even
2: the it wasn't even the back end. You you, you weren't on like third or fourth in line, then you were cold showers. Yeah. yeah.
0: And you being the youngest probably weren't. Yeah.
2: I had so (laughs) many cold showers over those three days. (laughs) And then it was just to go do the fight this all over again and then go shower again. Over and over and over for three days. The actual, actual, like, filming the scene was a lot of fun because, you know, you're throwing food and all that. But that was such a small part of it compared to the cleanup and the reset and doing it again. And
0: I can't imagine.
1: I I see that scene very differently than everybody else. It's a fun scene to us. It's like Peter's finally using his imagination. But you're just thinking, I got to go take another (laughs) show and do this again. You did it for three days.
2: Three days we spent Ooh. filming that scene, know yep. Oh my gosh.
1: Wow. And
2: I'm sure a part of it was because of all of the cleanup and reset that had oh, because yeah. it was cl- cleaning up all of the all of the actors and yeah, you have the, the reset whole set. set. Exactly. Yeah. Everything's gotta look like it's from the top again, all over again. So Oh my wow. gosh.
1: That is crazy. Okay. We have the food fight scene, and then we have the iconic Goodnight Neverland where you blow out the candle. So tell us about how that mm-hmm. scene
2: works. Yeah, it looks so, like a pretty simple scene. It looks like a pretty simple scene. <laughs> yeah. That kind of, um, it came out of some trial and error and frustration, actually. So I was supposed to, just like all the other Lost Boys, just blow out the candle and then say the line. And every other Lost Boy was able to get that down and it worked just fine. But for some reason, there, like, there was a guy behind the camera with a button. And when I would blow, he would hit the button, the light would go out. But yeah. for some reason we could never get the timing right. So like I would blow and then there'd be a break and then it would go out or it would go out before I blow, whatever we could never get the timing right. So after you know, a dozen takes, finally Stephen was just like, All right, you know what, this isn't working, just spit out the candle. So <laughs> I spit it out, he got the timing and done, and that was it. All right, we're done, we're moving on. <laughs> so
1: basically it's basically a spit tank to get the timing. Basically, That's awesome. yeah. That's awesome. Oh um and also we have the like the final climactic battle scene between the, the pirates and the lost boys yeah. what was that whole setup like again that looks really cool you got all oh, the yeah. bamboo armor on and all that stuff
2: <laughs> yeah. the bamboo armor was a lot of fun um yeah. and then yeah it was 30 or 40 lost boy uh characters and then uh, coupled with 30 or 40 you know pirate characters and it was on the big sound stage so all of those stages and everything was actually there i think like it was uh one third scale though so it could fit like the pirate yeah. ship, it wasn't full scale, but yeah, it was all really there. And all those people and everything and we're, we're, we're looking at a hundred people that are making it between cast and crew and everything. And you know, the pirates all, I remember being jealous because the, all the adult characters, the older lost boys and the pirates, they had real swords, but the younger mm. ones like myself, I had a rubber dagger, So, <laughs> but no, it was a lot of fun doing that part. And then I, I got a tomato launcher. I got to shoot a tomato
1: at someone and yeah. So did the, the launcher actually work? It, yeah. It work?
2: It oh, yeah, work? really. Yeah. And they, it was just, you know, done up to look like it was from Neverland. But, yeah, it was, yeah. It was just a, like a crossbow type thing with a, with a little seat for it. To- yeah, it would actually launch a tomato.
1: <laughs> did you get to keep any of this stuff? Or was, is it?
2: Not any of that stuff. Yeah. I do have a, um, a goblet that was on set somewhere that oh, got, so cool. I got inscribed. Yeah. Um, that i i used to hold my pencils and things on my uh-huh. desk now um and then that's really it as far as like props go i do have a t-shirt with uh autographs from everybody that was on set uh um, okay. including some people like that had stopped by as guests like I've, it's got steven's autograph robin's dustin's all that and then it's got uh George Lucas and a couple other people who were there just as guests got their autograph and then of course all the other lost boys like Dante and all that. Yeah. Um and then I have a um script, a hardbound uh book copy of the original draft of the script. Oh, how that cool. Robin had made um as a wrap gift he made about a dozen of these and then signed it in the front with a personal message and gave them out as uh wrap gifts at the wrap party and i got so that's that's really that's basically it
0: though (laughs) yeah that's That's basically yeah Yeah. Yeah. that's really cool okay (laughs) choosing the new pan scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was one of my favorite scenes. And you look after him, and who do you look after? Never bugs, little ones. So tell us, about, tell us about that scene.
2: So they um they wanted genuine reactions. So what they did is there were rumors that were secretly spread uh to each lost boy that they were going to be the so every lost boy came into the scene thinking that they were going to get the sword. So oh. I came into it thinking and of course I'm like of course, I'm the youngest, that makes total sense. This is Neverland. <laughs> of course, the youngest one's gonna be in charge. So yeah. everyone came in thinking they, they were gonna get the sword and be the next pan uh, because things are changing, you know, on the fly and things. So we shot the scene with everyone thinking that. And then, so their reactions of disappointment, I guess, uh, were genuine. Ah. And, and so it was kind of a shock and it was a real surprise who actually got and then we did it again you know knowing what was going to happen and everything but yeah we all went into that thinking we were going to get it and then (laughs) we're you know a little bit disappointed when it wasn't us yeah
0: yeah that's
1: brilliant well it's brilliant directing too to get like authentic reactions Uh from everybody okay so you mentioned some of the people that were on set and visited and all that so we're gonna just we're gonna mention a name and just tell us what you remember about that person, or if there was a moment that, you had know, a special moment you had. <laughs> Someone is Steven Spielberg, who's obviously involved with
2: me. <laughs> Steven Spielberg. I remember watching him work um, where he always had the answer. He always knew what he wanted. He always had six or eight people vying for his attention at any given time. And I remember he always had an answer for everybody, no matter what. I remember seeing yeah. people around him, you know, everybody's trying to get his attention and he's just answering, 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 and he knows what's happening and he's in charge and people are listening. And, and all the while he's never losing his cool. He's always composed and he's just on top of it. And I remember watching him just hit command the room and just be in charge and have that presence. And I remember I remember watching that thinking, that's what I want to be when I grow up. Mm-hmm. I want to be the director. I want to be the man in charge with all the answers, making the decisions. Yeah. And that influence on me at that age was so strong that now that's what I do with my life. So he directly influenced, watching him work directly influenced me. And so now I'm a filmmaker. I'm a director.
1: Yeah. Because I of that.
2: <laughs> so,
1: yeah. When And and I think part of that is probably he was so prepared that he knew what was going to happen. He had spent so much time preparing, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he was working on preparing for this and everything long beforehand. Um, And I just remember being so impressed that he, you know, he constantly had the answer and knew what he wanted. He knew what was up. And every single person that tried to come at him with a question or want his attention or whatever, whatever, he could have six or eight or a dozen people trying to talk to him at the same time and he was just okay this yes this yes whatever whatever and never <laughs> once get frustrated never once you yeah. know his cool anything yeah. and i remember
1: that sticking with me for yeah, that's reason. crazy
0: that's honestly the best <laughs> part
1: yeah you would, have, for him to say that yeah, calm. you
0: would expect him to have 100 questions coming at him but you would
1: you would expect like <clears throat> that's a stupid question leave me alone you know what i mean right like, right yeah. that, there's that much stress going on yeah that's kind of amazing actually and gracious i guess that's why he's so good at it he can just zone in um so the next name is dustin hoffman (laughs) dustin hoffman i remember
2: um he had his birthday on set as well and the way he celebrated his birthday was to give out a gift to everybody and the gift that he gave out was a copy of uh dr seuss is horton here's a who as read and narrated by dustin hoffman <laughs> so i have somewhere um i somewhere i think in a box in the closet or something i have a cassette tape a
1: cassette that is tape. dustin, dustin hoffman, hoffman reading horton here's a who oh my god that is kind of odd and kind of awesome too though it's <laughs> you so know? random
2: yeah. yeah I'm guessing it was probably uh like his kid's favorite book or something. I don't yeah, know the origin cool. of this, but it's it's a gift that he gave out to everybody on his birthday and I thought that was pretty cool did you
0: <laughs> did you ever
2: listen to it? yeah no, excuse me sorry Emma <laughs>
0: that's okay
2: um I did listen to it uh back then, but like yeah. once or twice, and then it was like all right this is this is a kind of thing that lives on the shelf and stays there <laughs> yeah you yeah. know. Yeah
0: or in a box in your closet <laughs> right, or in
2: a box in the closet yeah because yeah. you know tape tape degrades
0: over time so right you know, it's just, for sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: so cool okay so the last name is robin williams what do you remember about robin williams robin
2: williams was the other guy that um directly influenced my life uh he was he was like like the big brother that i never had you know because i'm I'm the oldest of my siblings. And so he was like, he was like my big brother, my best friend. He always addressed you like on your level. And so, oh my goodness. I'm sorry. It's dusty around here. So um, yeah, so with, with Robin, it was like, he was my best friend and hanging out with him, like away from camera and uh, just having fun with him. And he, he would get enriched when he makes you laugh. That's the kind of guy yeah. he was. And so um, seeing the laughter that he brings to people was another thing that, that touched me too. Like um, that's the kind of thing, that's the kind of person I want to be that makes the people mm-hmm. around me laugh. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: and so because of him uh, my life motto is laughter is the best gift that anybody can give. And mm-hmm. so the combination of these two influences um, I wanted. to be a storyteller and a director. And I got that from Steven and I want to make people laugh. I get that from Robin. And so I want to make comedies and I want to you know, make movies, but I want to make people, I want to do comedies. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so these two things together, and I try to find the humor in everything that I do. So I like to say that uh, Robin and Steven had the biggest influence on my life out of the whole, my whole experience as a child actor. And everything that happened at that time it was those two guys
1: that had the biggest influence on my life yeah oh cool so <laughs> as, as far as the did you keep in touch with the lost boys after the filming do y'all still stay in touch and
2: you have a group um, chat. with some
1: <laughs> <laughs> a group chat. i do
2: i do have uh, uh some of them uh the ones that are closer to my age so like yeah. isaiah for example um i not like you know we're not like super tight but like we talk now and again um and like I I went to lunch with my with James Maggio a a while back and like Dante Bosco was shooting his Rufio prequel thing and I got to come to set and hang out for a day and um so I've I've had contact with them here and there but you know we're not like besties with a group (laughs) chat or (laughs) anything
0: no lost boys group chat I I always feel like lost boys Boys. (laughs) cool okay you got to do over like the best line the last lost boy line in the movie that was a good game like tell us tell us what that was like and what you feel about that line
2: i
1: want you to take care of everyone who's smaller than you okay
0: then who do i look after
1: Never bugs. Little ones. That was a great game.
2: Thank you for believing. Well, um, I didn't realize at the time that it was going to be the last line, uh, the last Lost Boy line or the last, you know. Mm -hmm. I just, uh, yeah, we're standing there um, and they they had this way of like, we have to give a line out to something and what they would do is they would have this really long stick with a red X at the end of it and they would just kind of hold it up and they'd be like, all right, now look at that red X and just give the line. And so, yeah, so I just kind of step out, and the camera's way up there, and there's that red X, and just kind of look up at it and give the line. And it was only later when I, you know, watched the movie that I realized what the moment was that we were creating. I, I didn't know it you all. You didn't
0: know at it at the time.
2: Yeah. And that's wow. kind of a lot of how filmmaking is. You don't really know what the moment is going to be that you're in the middle of creating until after you see it played back and put together with everything in place you know
0: so once it all was in place mm-hmm. did you all sit and watch it together or was that
1: like yeah. did you go to the premiere and all that oh yeah oh
2: yeah okay. they had a they had a big premiere with uh you know all the stars and actors and a lot of people who were in all everyone that was in it and a part of it and then a lot of people who weren't like the whole red carpet thing oh yeah i uh oh, yeah. came and saw, i saw it there and so
0: Wait, is that the first time you saw the whole thing at a premiere yeah is yeah is that how that works yeah what yeah
2: because yeah. <laughs> that was before the movie was you know released publicly so yeah. it, that was like the invite only special premiere you know we, you see you see like the stars on the red carpet with the step and repeat and everything that's those are at like the big time like the premieres and it's like shortly after that a couple weeks later or whatever that the movie gets released publicly you know for everybody else to see so that's the first time really anybody gets to see it
0: I learned something new today (laughs) you probably already knew that I'm sure
1: (laughs) so you spent seven months I mean you're like really young at this point you started at six now you're seven so you spent seven months on set so that's a long time for a kid your age so what did it feel like on that last day on the set what was like the last scene you did? I didn't feel to know like, oh man, it, this is over now. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what my last
2: scene was. Um, honestly, don't remember. Uh, I think I feel like it was the 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 fight with the Lost Boys and the Pirates. I think that was yeah. the last thing that we were filming. But I just remember um, as we're kind of you know done and we're kind of packing up and getting ready to leave the crew is already taking down the set and setting up oh, wow. for the next movie that's gonna be there, which yeah. I think was um, uh, a vampire movie, I don't remember, um, that was gonna be the next thing filmed in there. And I just, there was this kind of way, uh, like feeling of like, I don't know how to describe kind of almost humbling, you know, you, you you're part of this big thing, and then it's just over and you're driving away for the last time realizing you're not going to come back and it's like there's kind of a relief of it's it's done and we got through it and it's good but at the same time it's kind of it's bittersweet you know because it's it's also saddening that you know I've been every day here with all of these people and my friends and all this and all that and now it's just over and the next time I'm going to see them is you know who knows when so
0: right yeah,
2: it's definitely a bittersweet moment, I think. For and that sure. that's kind of true of, you know, every production and everything, every, it, not even just production, but everything that you're a part of for a long time. And then it's over. It's kind mm-hmm. of, uh, yeah, just gener- generally bittersweet, you know?
1: Yeah. So do you remember your last moment with Robin? Did you get a chance to <clears throat> say bye to him? And
2: I think the last uh, actual moment that I had with him was... Uh, I'm going to say it was at the wrap party when he gave me the script. Yeah. Um, they had, it was, uh, you know, not long after the film wrapped and they had the wrap party at this big, I don't even remember where it was, but it was this big room, uh, like a ballroom. And they had a, uh, you know, a, a mini version of the pirate ship and they had all the stuff for all the kids to play on. And it was this huge party. And um, I just remember Robin coming up to my family and, and, uh, kind of pulling, you know, pulling us aside for a minute just to, you know, talk to us and tell us how much he appreciated and enjoyed spending time with me on set. And mm-hmm. that's when he gave us the uh the, the hard down copy of the scripts. And I guess because I'm pretty close in age to his son, who he mm-hmm. didn't get to spend a lot of time with while he's on set. And so um it just, I guess he kind of, you know, like vicariously, you know, that whole thing, parenting, but uh, spending time with me off, off camera, off set meant a lot to him, and so he, he pulled us aside, me and my mom and dad, and kind of just said Mm -hmm. how much it meant to him, and, and it was a very touching moment, I gave him a big hug, and that was the last time I saw him, and I think that that was a very kind of meaningful moment that always stick with me.
0: Yeah, for sure, and then on set, your teachers did their job well, and you got to go on to second grade, (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes. yeah, you didn't get yeah, back. Because, you didn't get
0: back. <laughs> <laughs> no, because when,
2: when you're a, a, a minor in that industry, you have to maintain a certain GPA. So it was oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was important. <laughs> if yeah. you if you if your GPA falls under a certain point, you lose your work permit. You don't get to come back to set. Oh, so wow. It, it, wow, was it was important. It was
0: detrimental yeah.
2: to the production that we get passing grades. That you have passing grades. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, that's awesome i didn't know that <laughs> so in my research i found this screen rant list mm. and i shared that with you it's the top 10 best child actors in a steven Spiel- steven spielberg movie so i just want to get your reaction the lost boys finished 10th so you're in the top 10 i don't know how many movies he has with kids. <laughs> how does it feel i'm going to share some of the names here y'all are number 10 lost boys as a whole Um, number nine was Ariana Richards, which she was in Jurassic Park. She did a pretty good job. Um, you've got, uh, Jonathan Kequan, which was in Temple of Doom, short round, similar to your name since you're too small. And then there's Ruby Barnhill, BFG. Have you seen the BFG? I actually have not seen BFG. It wasn't my favorite Spielberg movie.
0: It was, it was kind of odd. Um how are
1: the lost boys below these people? Oh. I don't even know how to speak you? I'm very upset. Yeah. <laughs> this is the
0: first time I'm hearing about this list. Okay. <laughs> I was not privy to yeah, this. It he doesn't clue me in a lot. Nice thing, so. I'm just a talent. I come in and sit down
1: and do what I'm doing So Joseph Mazzello, who's also Jurassic Park. You've got Henry Thomas, E. T. That's pretty iconic. Um, you've got Haley Joe osmond which he was in artificial intelligence. Then there's Nakoda Fanning from War of the World. She's pretty good. Number two is Drew Barrymore. E.T. again. And then there's Christian Bale is number one. So that's a pretty good list that the Lost Boys are on. So do you feel like the Lost Boys should be higher, or what do you think? I think it, it
2: it's worth examining the criteria of this oh, list yeah. because it said at the very top that this was based on uh future careers.
1: Yeah. So yeah,
2: Christian Bale came, went on to be a household name. Everybody knows yeah. him. So of course, when you're looking at, you know, the future career of these people, of course you put someone like Christian Bale over someone like myself, but yeah. <laughs> If we're because that article also said that Hook wasn't one of Spielberg's better movies, which and I'm remember. like, yeah. I you know I don't think I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've seen I've seen a lot of Spielberg's movies, and there's not many of them that live on in such iconography as yeah this exactly. One yeah. You know this this one is uh, is so beloved by so many people and has held on to that for so long you know, and people cosplay as Rufio. I don't yeah. see anybody cosplaying as Dr. Malcolm from Jurassic Park, all that. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Like, not that Jurassic you're... Park's not a great movie, but uh, yeah. you know, I feel like uh, Hook has, based on what I have seen over the years, and you know, people talk to me and tell me how much this movie means to them, and it's like, I feel like when if we're looking at beloved films that mm you know i it pro- Hook probably should have been higher on the list
1: yeah I, I agree think. with that yeah
2: um and then when you're all when you're look even when you're looking at you know future careers dante bosco who played rufio he went on to be the voice of zuko in oh yeah, uh, yeah. avatar and yeah which is and,
1: awesome
2: exactly yeah and yeah. then james james mario went on to be in band of brothers and you know they uh a lot of the Lost Boys went on to do more things. None of them maybe to the level of Christian Bale. Sure. Yeah. But I mean
0: not everyone can be Batman. <laughs> right.
2: Um and then it said I, I, I read that article and it's talking about me and um all, all the other Lost Boys and it said that none of us went on to do anything. And yeah I I, I read that and I was like, okay, it's not untrue but ouch a little bit. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Depending on and, what they
1: think is something I guess
2: right right and and here's what here's what i'm going to say about that um i have always subscribed to the philosophy that the only true failure is when you quit until then you just haven't made it yet so i might not have amounted to anything yet (laughs) i am in in post-production on a feature film right now that i wrote and directed so you know i'm i'm still at it and i'm still going Let, yeah. Let's revisit this list in a couple of years and we'll see yeah. how we rank on it again. You hey, we'll, hold I mean? you to,
0: we'll hold you to that podcast interview. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, tell us a little bit about what are your current creative ventures? What are you doing? What do you got going yeah. on?
2: <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I am in post production on a feature film. It's called Who Dun Dunn Dun, Done It. It is a comedy murder mystery. I am the writer, director, and lead producer. And I am so excited about this. This is this is my uh, directorial debut, my first feature oh, wow, film so as a director, and it's. Uh, I'm in post on it now. We're about halfway through uh, with the edit, and it's a lot of fun. And I'm really excited for this. Uh, so, so that's were you? The a, next were you as zen
1: thing. as Steven and um, did, did you channel I that? Want,
2: I wanted to be. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> It's not as easy as it looks, I'll tell (laughs) you. But I mean, I had been writing and directing, uh, making content for the past decade. And so when I stepped on set uh, to make this feature and I'm in that role, this is uh, the role of writer and director is the role I have been wanting to be in since I was on the set of it. And so when I stepped onto that after a decade of experience, I definitely knew I was in the right place. I knew that this was the right thing for me here. i am a, I'm behind the camera kind of guy, and I knew that this is this is where I need yeah. to be and what I'm doing. and so it felt, felt like home it felt exactly it felt right.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, whether or not i got I kept my cool as much as Steven did, I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> I've had some of the actors tell me that if there were ten, if there was tension on, on set, they weren't aware of it. And that's good enough for me. Well, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's good enough. That'll work. Yep, yeah,
1: that's good enough. <laughs> so when do you think that, when will post-production be done?
2: I am aiming to have post-production done by June because that's when Sundance Film Festival opens up their submissions. Okay, um, great. Whether or not we'll hit that mark, uh, we'll see. But that's the goal.
1: Awesome. That's so cool, cool. <laughs> so it's like you mentioned this movie is special for us because it's one of the first movies it was one of our date nights it's when yeah. we first started dating we've
0: almost been married 30 years So
1: yeah, yeah. and, yeah, and then we got the.
0: i don't know if you told them or not but we got that what was it a nintendo was yeah, it the nintendo, nintendo game,
1: game? We, with the car you <laughs> couldn't
0: pause the, you couldn't like save your game back then so we just had to pause it whenever we wanted to leave we'd come yeah. back
1: we'd be at work all day. <laughs> all and then we'd
0: The hook game was paused, and we could come back and play
1: it. Did you ever play the hook game? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It was not an easy game, as I remember. It wasn't. It was being very, very, a lot of struggle to get through those levels.
0: Yeah.
1: It took us a week or two, I think. Yeah. Having to actually work and stuff.
2: I remember throwing my controller across the room out of frustration
1: more than once. (laughs) Yeah. It's so funny now to say we it. couldn't save our game we couldn't save because our it's game. like automatically saved. Now. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's just we were talking about before we got on. This is like 30 years in the making to have this conversation with you. Yeah. And we're just so thankful that you were able to to spend some time with us and just share some things about a movie we really love. So. And I know a lot of people out there love it too. Yes. So. Yeah.
0: We're so thankful. Well, oh, thank you for having me.
2: I'm I'm happy to hear things like that about how much this movie has meant to so many people like yourselves after all of this time and it's yeah. that right there why I'm thinking Hook should have been higher up on that yeah movie. that's right Absolutely. I mean BFG I, yeah. don't, I don't know that BFG means as much to people all this time
1: later as no BFG, way you know yeah. not that I'm no
2: disparaging way. BFG
0: but yeah. <laughs> I haven't even seen that one That's right.
1: right. you don't hear anybody talking about BFG well, so. exactly.
0: the reason we haven't seen it
1: Right. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so Thomas, we really appreciate it, man.
0: Thank you so much. I can't wait to see who done 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 it. Is that right? Who Done done done. It's like the dun dun dun. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so exciting. I can't wait to see that. Super excited for you. <laughs> Thank you. I Good can't luck. wait for you to see it. Also. Yes, and congratulations. And we'll see you in a couple of years in your two-year mark interview from here to see you know how things are going.
1: Awesome. Thank you so <laughs> okay. much. Okay. Thank you, Thomas. Thanks Take care, a lot, man. Thomas.
0: You too. Appreciate you. See ya.
1: Rebecca Hardy, can you believe that we just talked to too small? I cannot believe it. This was 30 years in the making, and I'm just giddy that we got to just experience Hook through a cast member's. I time. can't
0: believe it. So many ins and outs. Yeah. I love it.
1: It's so amazing. amazing.
0: I know. What I really liked is how he talked about the influence that both Steven Spielberg and Robin Williams had on his life. And that made me think, like us as adults, Who's watching us right now, like you as parents, as adults, who's watching you that is thinking, I want to be just like them or I don't ever want to be like them? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, what are you trying to young people in your life? I just thought that was a cool takeaway from
1: him. So Yeah, and I just love the behind the scenes of like mm-hmm. what really happened on set, like a like a fun scene like the food fight scene. Right. You would think these kids just had a ball doing it, but I have to find out that really have to take hours sure. to be
0: able to Kids also hate showers. Yes,
1: <laughs> but just to hear those behind the scenes just makes the movie even that more dramatic yeah, so good.
0: Yes, we hope you guys enjoyed our interview with Thomas Tulak as much as we did. I'm still fangirling. I can't believe we got to do that. So I, I'm just going to spend the rest of the day in Neverland.
1: There you go. That's a good plan.
0: That's a great. Plan. Where's the
1: pixie dust? Hey, this was a good game. It was. <laughs>
0: Party party of five and a half over and out.
1: We'll see you next time.